Hey! Friends! It's Let's Be Friends Day. I know that we say this every time, but for real this time. For real. It's a great episode. Great, great <laughs> episode. Sarah Nininger is the most adorable. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or should we call her Alex? I thought that was her name originally. <laughs> It's her self-given name. Yeah, you'll see. You'll see. Um, So Sarah grew up in Aspen on a ranch with tons of animals. Yeah. And... It's my favorite dressing. A ranch. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) She has an interesting story about her um, animals in Uganda. Because she she lived in Uganda for a year. Four years. Four years. Not one year. Four of them. (laughs) Yeah. And she's finally back and uh, taking the world by storm. (laughs) She couldn't do anything else. Like No. It's just her. She is a force to be reckoned with. Absolutely. Well, don't forget to check out our Instagram. We'll have her question that she asks her answer. It's at LBF pod. Let's be friends pod. But the acronym of it. LBF pod on Instagram. All right. <laughs> well, let's get, get your, your booty, booty into, into it. it. Hey, Matt. Hey, Becca. Hi, Sarah. Hi, Becca. Hey, Sarah. Hey, We Matt. have Sarah Nininger here. How exciting. So exciting. So exciting. We have a question for you. Oh, boy. So, hmm. Yes. Okay. What new ice cream flavor that has not been invented yet would you create? So you kind of did nail it. <laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs> so before we started, Sarah was like, oh my gosh, what is the question going to be? Is it going to be like, what's my favorite ice cream flavor? <laughs> I can't believe I almost really got close, that right? spot on. <laughs> I couldn't hide it in my face when you said that. You were like, impressed. You were like, oh my God. <laughs> well, as you know, we've gotten some really deep ones too, which is probably more what you were thinking was going to happen. Yeah, I thought I was going to have to have like this really profound answer. <laughs> will be life changing for everyone. I mean, this could be could be the ice cream flavor to change everything. Well, and I'm a little nervous to share it because what if somebody takes my brilliant idea? Mm. Yeah. Yeah, that's We forgot to tell you that that's the point of this podcast is we take your ideas. Yeah. You're just looking for some new endeavors. Yeah. It's actually called Give us all of your ideas so we can take them. It's called Let's Not Be Business Partners, but we'll be business partners <laughs> without you. You're not invited, just your ideas. Yeah. I have a really good ice cream flavor if you don't. Well, I think I have the answer. but You do have the answer. Yeah, oh, right? I do have a really okay, good answer. Good. Um, do you like peppermint ice cream? Love it. Do you like chocolate chip cookie dough ice cream? Yeah. Yes. Mix them together. Wow. Whoa. Right? Is yeah. that... Is that not, I'm going to argue a little bit. Is that not already a thing? Is that not like a mint chocolate chip just with cookie dough? But Touche. Love it. But peppermint I mean, I'm on is, board. Isn't peppermint different than the mint that they use in mint chocolate chip? I have no idea. I don't think so. I think they just turn it green. Oh. I don't know. I, I made, also could be totally wrong. <laughs> so I made mint ice cream that was way too minty. The mintiest thing I've ever eaten. It was as if you were eating a mint plant. Like sucking on it. <laughs> okay, well, I would love that though. <laughs> I love mint and this was minty. And I, But I think it was peppermint is my point. Oh. I don't know because when you buy mint from a store, what is it? Is it not peppermint? Is it just peppermint shortened? Like, you know, like, like lazy with it. Yeah. I've also never seen. Ran out of room a, on the font. Abbreviating <laughs> it. I've never seen a choice of mint in the store. Like either. just straight you up. just buy mint. Yeah. They don't give you wintergreen. Uh-uh. Like no. that's not the plan. No, they just yeah. give you mint. I'm going to do some research and get back to you guys about this. Okay. But Thank you. you know what probably would have made your ice cream a little bit better? What? Some cookie dough in it. That's <laughs> such a good point. I know. Yeah. You're welcome. Thank you so much. Um. My flavor I'm is so on board with is that. similar to yours, not mint though, but green. Mm. Um, do you like key lime pie? Yum! Yeah. What if they did a lime <laughs> sherbet 
with a ribbon of graham cracker crust through it. Oh my god, they they've got to already have that, right? I don't know. I've That's never on, eaten it. I my favorite is key lime pie. I love key lime pie or lemon meringue is also good. So good. My my mom and dad used to make those like homemade growing up. So good like really? ho- homemade oh. crust with like coconut and graham cracker oh. you might hate me but i don't think i've ever had a key lime pie <gasps> we should go get them okay like i yeah or i should learn how to make it or something we definitely need to change that okay i've had key lime Lacroix. you have i bought six boxes of it <laughs> oh my god <laughs> he was trying to not drink anything he succeeded and yeah <laughs> and he went crazy with the key lime a, a stack of a stack of Lacroix taller than him wow when what's verdict did you like it i liked the first box but then, then you're like i have six by more the third <laughs> one i was pretty because you have one and you're like wow this is the best flavor i'm gonna and then i heard they were exclusive to target and then i went to target and they were sold out of all of them except for they had some in the back and i was like well i'm gonna buy all these it created a created panic. a monster <laughs> <laughs> so i bought six of them and then i realized after box two that i'm not that a little big aggressive of a fan of it anymore and then he gave them all away to everyone that came over yeah nice. including me yeah. Yum. I don't I think, think I've had the, the the key lime flavor. It's good. You'll you'll know what I'm talking about when you have it. You'll be like, wow, this it is really good. It has a hint of vanilla in it. Mm-hmm. Oh. So it, it's okay. very tasty. Okay. Yeah. But I think I just prefer the lime to okay. the key lime. Huh. I wish they would just do vanilla. That'd be great. I'd be on so board. That would be really good. The coconut one is my favorite. I love, I I love, love the coconut one. Yeah. Just so like good. a nice little hint. Yeah. yeah. Uh, my favorite is definitely, um, well, it definitely is hard. Passion fruit, coconut, or mango. Mm. Yeah. I like those tropical flavors. Mango's pretty bold. It's a lot of flavor. I think it's actually one. my favorite can. I think I'm like a little kid, and I pick it just based on which artwork like. I like. <laughs> it's like when buying wine, you know? You're more likely oh to enjoy yeah. it if you like the label, statistically. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And most people don't even look at the label when they drink it. Right. Right. Yeah, hilarious. It's just, oh, I know this is a good label. I feel like you would buy your wine strictly on label. Oh, yeah. Like, not even, like, red or white. It's just, like, what does the label look like? <laughs> like, that looks pretty. You're like, I don't even know. I can't see through this bottle, so I don't know if it's red or white, but the label's great. Yeah. No, totally. <laughs> That's you. So, yeah. you're now living in D.C. I am. That's crazy. It's insane. Because before that, you were living in... Uganda. <laughs> what? Yeah. Was it a straight move back after? Well, you were there for four years. You said close to three and a half. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah, which it flew by. It's hilarious. I moved there and was like, oh, I'll be here six months and I'll like launch my organization. It'll be great, and then I'll leave. So naive. And then three and a half years later, I was like, I've been here a while. <laughs> I gotta go. Yeah. What? Um. What does your family think of you being gone so long? Um, they, I mean, I've been doing this really since high school. So um, they have seen the progression of it and like love and support me. Um, it's also like very foreign to them. Um, and I think for many years they thought it was like a hobby or like a passion project. Um, but like tried to be supportive and like loved watching me grow with it. But they think I'm psycho. <laughs> <laughs> like bottom line. You choose to live so far away from all of us. <laughs> what does that mean? <laughs> um, and so I did it throughout college and then graduated college, lived in LA and like ran it part time and going back and forth and whatnot. And then I applied to grad school and got in and went for one day. But my family was like, oh my God, yes. Like now she's really done with this. She's going to go to grad school and like live a normal life <laughs> yeah. and stop going to Africa. I went for one day and then dropped out and then the next week moved to Uganda. So they're like, no, they <laughs> <laughs> we were so close. <laughs> so. So what are you doing in Uganda when you say you've been doing this a while? Yeah. So we have a nonprofit organization that's based there and we operate a community center that serves close to 500 people a day with like medical services, after school programming, feeding programs, art programs. We have a public library. Um, so it's a really like multifaceted approach to really uplift and work with this community that we've been in for what feels like a million years. Yeah, that's awesome. So. 
Is it cool? Like, do you feel like you can see the growth of the community? Um, like, or like you can see the work that you're putting in is getting results? Yeah. So, um, I, I recently heard somebody say, like, use the philosophy of like, um, serving a mile wide or an inch wide but a mile deep and people often ask me like well why don't you have a lot of community centers or like why aren't you in other places and like we're so intentionally trying to be in this community to uplift this community um and we see the impact of that and the growth of that and that's like anywhere from like our first kids that we started giving scholarships to like now being in university and I I think I need to double check my statistics here but I believe only four percent of Ugandans even get the opportunity to go to to college so now like that we're able to put kids in college that we've been working with for 10 years is like mind-blowing yeah do you cry a lot Every day. And, I, <laughs> and, and like my entire, so we have now, gosh, 17 full-time staff in Uganda and they just think I'm insane because I show up to Uganda now. I go every couple months and I just like run around the center and I'm like, we have the best jobs in the world. And I'm like crying. They're like, you're not stable. You need to go back to Washington, D.C. And I'm like, but this is incredible. So yeah, we cry a lot because it's just, it's so powerful. I cannot believe, I cannot believe that like, or I can believe it. But to see it grow so much, I didn't I didn't know you when you started it, but watching it grow so much from college, because you were really involved in getting it moving in college. Um, like, I feel like you had a big presence at Chapman. Yeah, so um, I went to Chapman and I think it was like the first couple weeks they do a student involvement fair and there was a table there that said action in Africa and I like remember walking by and then like doing a double take and be like what and then like being like oh like you could actually have a presence on campus like I got it just got kind of the wheels spinning but I didn't really go to Chapman being like oh I'll continue doing that like I did the whole thing's been like really organic question was your thing in high school action in Africa yeah yeah. And was that a coincidence? Complete or this- coincidence. Okay, wow. Yeah, um, and it ended up being another Chapman kid that had an organization that was doing work somewhere else in Africa called Action Africa. So we kind of linked up, and then they actually ended up like not operating anymore. So it kind of gave us the leg up, but it was just, yeah, it's all happened really organically, and I didn't really have the intentions of running with it at Chapman, but yeah. seeing somebody else do it, I was like, oh, why not? And then it grew to be this massive thing. And like, I feel like your passion of life you're now doing oh yeah yeah I mean I'm the best job in the world (laughs) (laughs) every day um yeah I mean it's turned into the rest of my life so So did it start out as like like how how did it start I guess yeah so my best friend in high school went to Africa on like an Oprah trip or something and (laughs) and came back and was like so inspired and then in our history class our teacher showed a film about kids in Africa so that kind of made me want to get involved and help out Um, but my friend and our history teacher really kind of started Action Africa which a lot of people don't know I wasn't super involved in the beginning Um, and they you know we did fundraisers and had events and we did a concert with Run DMC actually which is (laughs) like (laughs) crazy Um, and did really cool awareness stuff and it random right (laughs) weren't you guys also the ones that did like the foam party at chapman Mm, or was that common was that before you conception no so um that was also we were at chapman but that was the other action in africa club okay um which was not helpful because that really tarnished the name at Chapman. Yeah. And they were like, you people are crazy. You caused multiple thousands of dollars damage to our gym. Like, yeah. you run around in your underwear. And we we're like, no, 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 no. You that's, donate you your know clothes to Africa. I was like, that's a, believe it or not, that's another action in Africa. <laughs> They're like, you lie. You should have put an accent over the O or you something. Lie. That's action in Africa. Actual? Yeah, didn't you know? <laughs> Fun fact I may be the reason that that happened. The phone party? Yeah. So I have you to blame. Possibly. So my... The plot thickens. (laughs) My junior year, I may have told about this on the podcast before. I started a dance party group with a friend of mine called Mob. Mob. Mod. Mod. Yeah. Yeah. Mediocre dancers, of course. Yeah. Um, And we were the first people to do the dance parties after Undie Run. Yes. I remember this. And then that guy... Mm-hmm. who now I know is not affiliated with you, mm-hmm. so I can freely talk about this. Also, <laughs> I made out with him at one of the phone parties. Oh, my God. Back up. You're part of the problem. <laughs> you. He was hosting the phone party. 
he was correct, not me. Yeah. <laughs> Just want to throw that out there. One I did more not time. make out with Sarah. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, it was the other guy. Yeah. Uh, yeah, anyway, so he, after one undie run, when we had a really successful dance party, the next day he made like the event for the Facebook group for the next one. And I don't know if you guys remember that how silly of a deal that was, but if you had the first Facebook event for something, like 4th of July or whatever, you are the official Chapman 4th of July party. Event, yeah. You know? yeah. So anyway, and that ended up being the phone party. Whoa. It which we were also circle. not affiliated in, but the idea was there. Yeah. Which Whoa. is so funny. That was so there gross. Were, there were like cages and stuff that people would like dance on, yeah. like go-go dancer. And oh, they were I all didn't students. Go. Yeah. It was yeah. really yeah, crazy. Like, oh, didn't we have history yesterday together? <laughs> <laughs> and they were all, everyone's buying underwear that says Action Afro on it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. All yeah. over their yeah. butts. Yeah. I thought, yeah, didn't they did like a clothing drive, I think, as part of it, which I thought that part was cool to like strip off your clothes and then those get donated. That was fine. Yeah. And then the, they ruined the gym. <laughs> yeah, that was so bad. Oh, man, I think that was also the year Chapman. that they broke the fountain in the circle. Yeah, and then they started to block it all off. Yeah. All of the fountains they blocked yeah. off. Yeah. For the listeners that didn't go to Chapman, we did an annual, biannual event yeah. Thank at you. the end of every semester. The Wednesday of finals week. Finals week. Where we run in our underwear from campus to what's called the circle, which is this little antique shopping area <laughs> of orange. The uh, best antiquing in the country. Oh. Apparently. Didn't know that. Um, what do I and then know we'd that? run around the circle and then run back and then I would I started throwing dance parties at the at campus when we got back and then that's what we're talking about. Yeah. It, it, quite the event. It was like in the news and stuff every time. Oh, yeah. So it, it was quite the spectacle. Yeah. I. It was always a, a point of pride to get in the OC register. Yeah. yeah. To yeah. like get on the cover. <laughs> it was like the coveted spot. But I always like my mom scared me into thinking that everyone was going to blackmail me someday. Uh-huh. So you're like future employers. Would yeah. See it. Yeah. And so I would like see cameras and like treat them like paparazzi and like grab them and be like, get out of here. I'm in my underwear. Yeah. Becca like, claims she went to a bunch of mod events and I, I was a photo taker at those things. And I have zero record of Becca being there. She and was I would so good at dodging. Dip cameras. out of the camera. <laughs> dip out the out of the line of fire. Yeah. I did not like people taking photos of me that I didn't know about the pictures. Yeah. There's still one picture out there that I need to find, but it's me hanging from a bar in a party bus and Mary Petrie, a girl in my sorority, I was like dancing and she pulled my tube top dress down <laughs> <laughs> and someone snapped a picture. Whoa. I have like a bra on. So it's like the same as under your own, but I still was like, <laughs> that is so not a photo that I want around people to have yeah. yeah and they like posted it on facebook i'm like what the hell are you doing take it down people were so like, lax was, about facebook back she's then. like it was so, so funny yeah yeah thank god that we've changed i used to post like every picture i took to facebook yeah just because if you're at an event and you take a lot of pictures everyone yeah. everyone wants them the next day and you're like mm. well and that was the thing to do like right. everyone put everything up there yeah. I, it, I get those like this time last year or five years ago and yeah. stuff that comes up i'm like oh, that's gotta go like, <laughs> yeah. yeah people will say that they delete facebook i'm like i can't i can't delete facebook i need to see what i still have up on it like every like they need to remind me hey here's some incriminating photos that you need to ask them to remove yeah that's yeah, what it should clean be up. <laughs> <laughs> and do you do the birthday delete if i like it will say so-and-so's birthday's today you're like, who's that? And I'm go. like, yeah, if I'm not wishing them a happy birthday, I'll delete them as a friend. I stopped doing that because I had a company to promote. <laughs> oh, smart. Yeah. Yeah, I don't. I did that for a while. You would delete a lot of people? Yeah, I would think what I should do is unfollow. That's what I've started to do. Yeah. Yeah. Just unfollow people. Yeah. So you can get that nice vacuum chamber going. Yeah, exactly. Only hear, of people, hear from people that you agree with it's just all becca yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah um 
So I want to talk about how you grew up in Aspen because I feel like it's similar to Tahoe. So like just a small town, but what was it like growing up in such, yeah, it feels like just like a rich neighborhood kind of. It's like hard to believe that people like live there, I guess. It seems like a tourist place. Yeah. But that's how, I guess, Tahoe people kind of see Tahoe, too. Yeah, I'm sure there's a lot of similarities there. Um, It's a super, super small town. So we had 400 kids in our whole high school, and it was the same 400 of us, like, going through the entire school system together, which was fun and also horrible. You know, like, everyone (laughs) knows everyone and knows everyone's drama and gossip and garbage, and your families all know. Um, But it was super fun, a super, super outdoorsy school. So. Like every year they take your class on a one week trip and you'd go like hiking through the forest for a week at a time or go ra- on a rafting trip or oh, wow. go. Uh, we had like every year a, a ski day kind of thing. There was a chairlift that came down to the front door of our high school, like That's super, awesome. super <laughs> outdoorsy and fun. Um, yeah, it was the best. It was the best, best childhood for sure. Whoa. So do you um, do you ski or snowboard? Um, I do both. I tend to ski more okay. than snowboard now. I, th- Yeah, I feel like in college you kind of did it even because that's what I was doing too. Like I know how to snowboard, but now I just – I don't get enough days in that I'm like, I'm going to ski because yeah. I'm much better at skiing than snowboarding. Yeah, and I only go a few times a year now. It's, yeah. it's just expensive and I don't spend a whole lot of time in Colorado. So if I'm going to go, it's the same thing. Like I'll just get a few ski days in and – yeah. Man, do you cross-country ski too? Um, I have a like cross-country ski set that I like to be excited. <laughs> like I load it in the back of my car to be like super sporty. I'm, like I have my downhill skis and my cross-country skis. I think I've used them twice. Oh, wow. Um, but it's like it's a great workout. And in Colorado, there's really cool trails that go up to like different mountains and views and stuff. I was um, always so jealous of the cross-country skiers that were going downhill doing that cool like lean lunge move. <laughs> <laughs> It always scared the shit out of me because I like, yeah, for PE, we'd go cross country skiing or sho- snowshoeing. Snowshoeing, yeah. Hilarious. And snowshoeing. Oh, what a weird, <laughs> weird activity. Um, God. Anyway. Is it weird? I don't know if I've ever done it. I find it so bizarre. It's like tennis rackets on your feet. Yeah, it's really bizarre. And you don't, and like, you don't sink. Up. So you're like kind of just like gliding on top of the snow, but like walking at the huh. same time. And you can't really go that fast. Have you tried <laughs> to run with them on? Yeah, they, they like they like shake though. on yeah. your feet, yeah. and you like catch your toes because they're like flippers, uh-huh. like snow flippers. You're just basically creating ground as you walk, yes. right? So you have to like place it. Yeah, it's weird. yeah, it's yeah, weird. It's strange. But I would always <laughs> because snowshoeing is such a weird activity. I would always choose um, cross country skiing. But I remember the first time I went, I'm like, how hard can it be? Like, I ski, so cross country is going to be the same. I have never laughed so hard in my whole life. It's the most awkward. Like, the fact that your feet aren't attached to the skis is so weird, except your toes. Yeah, you feel like you have no control really over it. Yeah. And you slide because, like, it's slick little, like, sticks that you're, like... Oh, it's so funny. And I just, I can't believe that people are good at it. Wait, I totally forgot. When you asked me if I do cross-country ski, our group of high school friends actually has started to get together and do it for New Year's every year and do like a late night drinking I saw you and doing I told, that. I totally forgot that. That's actually, I, I do it often, every, <laughs> once a year. Um, and it's so fun. It's like this big loop and halfway through, you have had quite a few beverages. Yeah. So you're like, where am I? I'm in the woods. And you have to like make it home. With skis on. And it's so fun. That's so great. That sounds awesome. And you still see your friends from high school? Yeah. So most of our families still have houses there. So okay. it, we're actually like quite consistent with it that like every year around Christmas, everyone's usually home. So like we go to like the little local bar and like everyone's there. That's and, great. Um, and then we do that for New Year's. It's been really fun. That's really great. Oh, I love New Year's in Tahoe. And every year I hear of like other people's activities. I'm like, that sounds fun. I I could do that. Yeah. And then I always go to Tahoe. We always at Huntington did that. We like have a, there's a group of condos. And so we do this like condo crawl. 
And then we go down to the ski resort and they do this ski thing where they ski down with flares at night. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah, fun. yeah. Super fun. Um, but it's been so bad the past few years. Oh. Like they haven't been able to do it. Yeah. It's such a bummer. Yeah, they the winter in Colorado was pretty brutal until like February, I think. So the, this cross country ski tour for New Year's was brutal. Like you were on like gravel for a long time. Like, this is fun. Crunch, 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 crunch. Yeah. <laughs> Ruining your yeah. skis yeah, that exactly. you use once a year. It's like, oh. <laughs> yeah. I've These been are my favorite. Yeah. <laughs> Oh man, they're practically new. <laughs> I can't believe I've run it through dirt. Oh my goodness. Um, so I think we are going to ask you a question. Oh boy. Do you want me to ask it? Yeah. Okay, let me pull it up. Talk amongst yourselves for a second. <laughs> so I miss you. I love you. Becca, it's so good to see you. It's so good to see you. You haven't changed at all. Your hair shorter. I know. I just I just hacked off ten inches. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Yeah. It so, looks so good. Hey, thanks. So I'm trying to do the short hair thing, but like slowly working my way into it. Nice. Oh, so. you're gonna keep going up? Potentially. Mm-hmm. It we'll looks see. great. This is Thank the shortest you. I've seen it. I think ever. Well, oh, funny story. <laughs> <laughs> um, I did semester at sea in college. I did too. But we were on the same we voyage. Were. Didn't you go by Alex on it? Oh, that's also a funny story. <laughs> my life is so embarrassing. <laughs> I thought it'd be like a really good idea to like change my name, like live this alternative reality. And I get on semester at C, my roommate's name is Alex. And I'm like, oh man. <laughs> and then like in classes, they're like trying to do intros, you know, and they're like, Alex Nininger. And I'm like, what, what? Oh, that's me. That's me. Like, anyways. Is but... your middle name Alex or something? No. No, you just chose just it. liked it. Yeah, I don't have a good explanation for this, to be honest with you. It's really embarrassing. But everyone on Semester C still calls me Alex, which is hilarious. And when I lived in Santa Monica, I went to a frozen yogurt place with like some of my girlfriends and somebody from Semester C walked in and they were like, Alex. And my friends were like, you what you need to <laughs> Alex you need to explain this now and I was like oh god my semester at sea alter ego but on semester at sea when you cross the equator they have like this whole ceremony where you shave your head mm-hmm. and I was like I'm living this alternative life yeah. I'm gonna do it and so I went to go shave my head so embarrassing and they put your hair in a ponytail and they just hack it off and then they like went to put my hair down and I just wept and was like I can't do it like I thought I could like live this other life and I was like I can't do it so my hair was really really short then okay but i do kind of remember when you got home and, and looked like a boy <laughs> that time of my life because of semester at sea i kind of have a weird feeling towards women that are bald like there were too many women that were bald around me and now it's like Becca, I thought I was trying to be one of them. <laughs> what is wrong with me? I thought I was going to do it too. And then I like I was like in line to do it. I'm like, eh, I'll just kiss the fish and jump in the the guts. I don't know why I didn't go that route. It was I, I'm happy. Yeah. Do the do the guys shave their heads too? Or oh, is yeah. It- yeah, so many guys. But that's like so yeah, anticlimactic. Yeah, like yeah. a ton of them did it and then like a few girls did it. And I was like, that's so bold. Like yeah. I want to be bold and not care how I look. Yeah instant tears like hysterics (laughs) oh my gosh i changed my name on semester at sea because you you like came back and you're like i went by alex i'm like i'm gonna change my name what were you i changed it to hova hova like (laughs) jay-z and people called me hova how'd that work for you there's a group of people that call me hova Oh my god! But it's is, like six people. Is that a thing to change your name? Like, no. do a lot of people do that? No, no. I, no. I really, like, honest to god, like, woke up and thought this would be a good idea. Like, there was not a whole lot of thought put into it. I, like, where the name Alex came from, couldn't even tell you that. Like, you just felt like an Alex one day. Yeah, and tried to be an Alex for four months, and definitely came back being a Sarah. <laughs> I remember you coming back and being like, "Man, I've been called Alex for so long." <laughs> it's weird to think that you can just change your name. Yeah, like you just you, can, you did, and you can't. You know, I mean, I, I don't go by my first name. Well, yeah, and you're starting to a little bit. I am. Wait, uh, your first name's not Becca. My first name is Barbara. That's hilarious. I had no idea. Do you want people to call you that? Um, Barbara? I like when people call me Barb because it's people that I love call me that now. Like Like your family and like my sister strictly calls me Barb. And then my mom sometimes does, my uncle sometimes does. 
uh do does do anyways um yeah people are starting to call me barb i still haven't introduced myself as barb but barb is my get your attention name yeah barb yeah (laughs) hey barb (laughs) and then my boyfriend calls me grandpa barb when i am in a bad mood oh cute yeah cute cute uh because i'm kind of a bitch so yeah it's adorable (laughs) but um are we ready for the question pretend you're in a room with a hundred people brag about something you've done that you think no one else in that room could brag about humbly speaking tell us something you're really proud of yourself for doing but tell us like you're your own mother bragging about their amazing kid oh the second part is to make it easier if you don't want to brag about yourself yeah, but I say just just go on and brag. Mm. Um, I feel oh sorry. <laughs> <laughs> um, I feel like the like answer that everyone's probably like assuming is gonna have something to do with action in Africa, which because it is impressive. Um, I mean it's my life, and I'm I'm absolutely so proud of it, and have the best job in the world, and have an incredible team, and it's just yeah, it's life changing, and I love it. Um, but that's like an easy go to. So um, I am really, 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 really proud of my softball career in high school. <laughs> and I think my dad is too. <laughs> so let's hear it. Um, <laughs> yeah, so I, I played four sports in high school. Um, so I was definitely a little bit of a jock, um, one of which is dance team, which, you know, call that a sport if you want. Totally it up is. to you. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. Um, solely did that because all my girlfriends did it and I was like gosh I do like basketball and track you know like I I I need to do something a little bit more girly was so bad at dance my dad would also agree with that (laughs) he's like you always just looked a little behind like (laughs) thank you dad were you the one on stage looking at the others to be like to match them Yes, and and but still not fast enough to keep up. So <laughs> definitely fine. I've also my girlfriends w- love telling the story. Like I've also like been known to like just stand uh-huh. there. So like I've definitely done that a few times. I've also run off the stage. Mm. So really had an excellent dance career. Yeah. Um, but what I really want to talk about is my excellent softball career. <laughs> um, yeah, I played catcher and. I was like really actually kind of good at it, which mm-hmm. is so fun and not applicable to any other part of my life now. <laughs> Except for in DC, I'm on a kickball team. There you go. And played outfield and caught a ball and then had to throw it in. And everyone kind of was like, <gasps> like Where did that come yeah, they're from? Like, Look like, at that gun. I was like, Yeah. You should have seen me throw people out at second when I was catcher. <laughs> um, and I got all conference when I, my senior year, Whoa. which was like so cool. Um, so yeah, I'm really you know, humble brag my softball career. Nice. I never knew that you were a like cr- good softball player. Excellent, Becca. Excellent, Excellent. softball player. <laughs> All conference, <laughs> Becca. <laughs> they don't hand that out. Come Did, on. So <laughs> I went to a baseball game. I've been to a lot of baseball games lately. I like baseball, but not enough to like go to every game in every town I go to, but um, I do love it. And I realized when I was like watching, I was very invested and all I wanted to do was, or because I played softball for so long, I knew all like these stupid rhyme chants. Oh yeah. Like there's one that's like, we want a picture. Well, like (laughs) those kind of things, but we had our own that we, like if you didn't say the chant, you weren't being um, part of the team. Like, oh, and I thought it was so weird. I'm like, I didn't join softball to be a cheerleader because I rode the bench. I was not good at softball. (laughs) My dad and my grandpa, well, my dad was a coach for baseball and my grandpa was a pitching coach for my softball team. And I kept asking him to work with me because I wanted to be pitcher. And he he was like, you're just not good enough. And oh, so, no. like, I never got to never got to do it. So I would just cheer people on. I had the opposite. I was the pitcher on my baseball team. And my son, my coach's son was also a pitcher. So I never got to play. But I was oh. a way better pitcher. Oh, I'm sorry. If I do say so myself. I'd play second. So I would have caught your caught your balls. Yeah. Nice. 
<laughs> oh, softball jokes. <laughs> They're so good. I love it. So good. Never ending. Oh, my gosh. Is there a lot of big, big ball, little ball jokes in softball? No? There should be. Because they're big balls, like big ass yellow balls. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Did you ever get hit with one? Yeah. They're not soft. No. No. Why do they call and like it being that? catcher, my coach like thought it'd be fun to be like, hey, sir, stay after practice. We're just going to chuck balls at you. <laughs> with like, a- <laughs> you're like, that's not nice. <laughs> Why is it called softball? Uh, I think it's called s- softball because they used to play with socks. Yeah, I, that I yeah, that's back in the day. It was um, for sure that case. Yeah, wow. yeah. back at wow. you're so smart. How I know you know everything. Trivial pursuit much? No, that's not actually why <laughs> it's called that. But I would practice. I don't know if you well, you probably didn't practice this because you're a catcher. But I would um, take socks and um, make them into a softball sized ball to practice pitching oh. uh, up against my wall. To get that power explosion, you yeah, know, with good they, form and good form, and I still, I think I practiced pitching more than our pitchers did, and I still didn't get to play. That's the thing where you like slap your leg, right? What? Don't they do that a lot in softball when they're pitching? They like, yeah, and, and yeah, like some yeah. some like really intense grunting. Yeah, so much grunting. Yeah, so much, so much everything. Yeah. I cannot believe that you played softball. Yeah, it was so fun. It was a dream. Um, I have a, I'm like a really aggressive person. And, uh-huh. and one time a chick hit me with a bat. Ooh. And my dad was there and that he should tell this story himself. But I went after that girl, like shredded my helmet off and tackled her. Nice. And then I was very politely asked to sit out the rest of the game. So I never did that again. But yeah, but good you learn. For you. Um, still, still, still aggressive, learning, but yeah. yeah, you rip your helmet off. Oh, I went ape on that poor girl, but don't freaking hit me with your bat. Don't, yeah, homie. Yeah, homie. <laughs> <laughs> I think she learned a lesson. Oh my gosh. Speaking so- <laughs> of your dad and a dream, I hear he's a dream. Have you met my dad? <laughs> no. He is the dream. Um, yeah, my parents got divorced when I was in high school, so I went and lived with my dad, and we actually weren't super close when my parents were married, because he mm-hmm. was just working a lot, but then we moved in together, and we're like, oh, I guess we got to figure this thing out, like, how do you do laundry, you know, like, all that stuff, and so we, <laughs> like, really just kind of bonded over that, and he's been my biggest champion and advocate Aww. since then, and it's been so fun. He's awesome. What? That's it, so cool. Tell us more. Um, he's very, very funny. Um, he, he's been to Mexico, but besides, then like an American resort in Mexico, mm-hmm. but besides that, he's never been out of the country and he came to visit me in Uganda and that was a riot. Um, <laughs> I shared the story earlier, but like he just gets off the plane. His eyes are like massive and he's kind of just like looking around. It's like, well, we're not in Kansas anymore. <laughs> Um, and he, he's like, uh, to clarify, he actually said that 100% like, wasn't like, Hey Sarah, so good to see you. Or like, I'm here. Like, give me yeah. a hug. He was just like, well, we're not and I was like, really dead. Like you're, you're so cheesy. Um, but he, um, he owns a construction company. So he's like a little bit of a redneck, which uh-huh. is, I just love and adore. And he's got this huge burly, like Hulk Hogan mustache thing going on. I'm like, what is that? Um, and for my graduation, he rode his motor. He has a Harley. <laughs> that he rode it from Colorado to California for my graduation. Wow. And showed up at like my front door and like I, I don't even think he had a shirt on actually. <laughs> He's like, it's really hot in California. <laughs> and like had a cooler and like pulled out a bunch of Coronas and like half a bottle of vodka. And like all my friends are just like. And, Who's this guy? Yeah. And like keep in mind, like I was like the vice president of Delta Gamma. And, like <laughs> like, had, like was the girl who loved Africa. And then my dad just shows up and he's like, hey, graduation. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so we like couldn't be any more opposite, but I just I, I think the world of him. What did he think of Africa? Like after he was there, um, he loved it. It was just so funny. He he was there for three weeks, which is oh like oh god, yeah. Which I couldn't really tell you what we did for three weeks, but he was there for three weeks and loved it. Um, definitely struggled with like not having like hot water showers and stuff like that, which a lot of people do. Um, do you? I've gotten so good at bucket bathing. Yeah? Yeah. Crush it. I boil like a little kettle of water, pour it in a bucket, and then just, you know, yeah. Yeah. Whoa. Um, 
but so I, th- I was like, I, I think he has had a great trip or whatever. Didn't really know. Like we had fun. Or what- but then he gets back to the U.S. and he starts rallying all of his friends. He's like, we're going back. <laughs> and so he calls me. He's like, I think we're going to go in February. I was like, I guess I should probably plan on being there. Like, thanks for the notice. So he loved it. It was cool for him to meet the kids he's heard about for 10 years. Yeah. and. Um, a lot of our little kids used to call in the middle of the night because they like didn't know about time change and stuff. And so for him to like put a face to those kids and Aww. laugh about it and it was really cool. That's, That's awesome. great. Um, I know that this is a tender subject, but I have been wanting to ask. You had a really cute kitty in Africa. <laughs> um, I had I had two really cute kitties in Africa. Yeah. And right after you got there. Right? Yeah. It was pretty soon after. Yeah, like right away. Um, one of the neighbors like brought one by and I was like, oh, that's cute. I'll keep it. And then I don't remember where the other one came from, but um, they both died. <laughs> How did they die? I know. Oh, God, this is like so horrific. Also, side note, I when I moved to D.C., I moved into a house and they had a cat and they traveled a lot. And they were like, can you take care of our cat while we're gone? And I was like, oh, if only you knew my track record. <laughs> like, hopefully I don't listen to this. Um, the first one... Oh, God, it's so horrible. I accidentally knocked over a door and it squished it. Oh, my God. <laughs> I know. You asked. Yeah, it was horrible. Oh, my God. Um, and then the second one. So that was my first experience. Knocked over a door. Yeah, I was like, it, we used to keep them in our garage because they were little and we were still like kind of trying to potty train them and stuff. And so there was a we like had a door that we would put sideways like to just like block to block them from coming in and out of the house at night. And I like went to go move it and squished <laughs> i have i don't know if you want to share this a, with your people it's i have really a squished morbid. cat story no worries <laughs> oh god it's horrible just by a car she got <sighs> squished by a car but i found her and it was horrific oh not no. fun to find your little oh baby. my god <laughs> no oh god yeah it's okay sorry listeners yeah, it's got dark real fast. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, yeah, yeah. Let's lighten it up. What do they call cats in Africa? Poos poos. <laughs> um, my friend actually has like a little wiener dog in Uganda. He's Australian and she like runs around and terrorizes everything, but everyone thinks she's a cat, which is hilarious. So like the, the Ugandan children will like see her and be like, poos poos. Like that's actually a dog. <laughs> and a wiener wow. and a poos poos. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Wiener and a <laughs> Wiener dogs are so weird looking. Yeah. And place them in Uganda and it's like even stranger. You're like, how did you get here? Yeah, what are yeah. their dogs that they have? Um like typically like mutts that are pretty like average size like big mm-hmm. four legged yeah. dogs. <laughs> um but like they're street dogs, so like they're pretty mangy and there's not a breed and- that No. I gotcha. Yeah. And cool. like would dogs be pets? No, not really. I, I mean, like a few. I would say more recently, people are starting to bring them as household pets, but very, very rare. Okay. Like a lot of times, kind of like more if they're in your house, it's kind of like a security type animal. So oh. it's like in your compound, but. But oh, poos yeah. poos are pets. No, they're also kind of stray. Mm. But being the American that I am, <laughs> yeah. I was like, I'll take them. <laughs> so. Wow. Okay, let's move on. Cat number two. Yeah, cat number two. <laughs> um, I I can't remember what really ended. She ended up getting sick, and we took her to a. I think it was a girl. Um, it's been a while. <laughs> Sounds like you guys were tight. <laughs> um, honestly, I just like blocked this out of my memory, Becca, and you're bringing it back up. <laughs> Um, but the cat got sick. We took it to a vet and, and more often than not, the vets are used to working with like cattle and like, you know, big livestock and they didn't treat her well and it killed her. Shoot. Bummer. Yeah. Yeah. But then we got two more cats and that wasn't a good idea. So we gave them away. Oh, okay. But yeah. you didn't do anything. No, no. So I kind of, I'm like two for two, two for four. Mm-hmm. 50, That's good. 50, 50 is good. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> But honestly, like, I am good with animals. So I don't really know what's up with that. <laughs> Did you grow up with a lot of animals? Yeah, a ton of animals. Dogs, cats. I had a guinea pig. We actually had a pot belly pig once. Like, you had a pig? Yeah, horses, the whole shebang. Horses, too? Yeah, all in the living room. <laughs> <laughs> 
So when your dad and you were figuring out how to do laundry, there he was, was also horse. trying to figure out where to put the horse. <laughs> we actually, yeah, in your room or my room? <laughs> no, we left all the animals on the ranch that we grew up on. Oh, okay. So. And you grew up on a ranch. I did, yeah. Um, I, I would use ranch loosely. Like, it was more a lot of just land than anything. But, like, we had horses in the summers and, uh, like, dogs and cats and guinea pigs <laughs> kind and of thing. Pigs. But And we had a pig, yeah, once upon a time. Which she actually did live in the house. He ish i think i've kind of to me animals kind of I, this might come off wrong but like cats to me are always girls and i know so I are agree. dogs are just kind of always girls guys. oh so oh girls for me, me guys yeah. oh did you have a dog guy dog growing up lots of guy dogs yeah, yeah. and only one girl dog for a little oh, period of time so. then that makes sense yeah. i just always had girl dog one guy dog yeah so it was like they just seem like girls all but like, huskies are girls to me because they wear eyeliner. <laughs> oh. And always have really beautiful eyes. Oh, yeah. They yeah. do. And bodies. Yeah. Beautiful bodies. <laughs> and hair. And great hair. Uh, the locks on those babies. <laughs> Lots of volume. <laughs> How do they do it? I saw a Pomeranian husky oh. in the airport. Oh, my God. It was like the <laughs> smallest, fluffiest thing i've ever seen oh and then after after i like almost exploded from this like pomeranian husky there was a freaking newfoundland puppy behind me in a bag i've never seen anything like it oh it was so hot and slobbery and like dopey like i'm like did you get your dog high mm-hmm. she's like no he is just mellow like <laughs> <you're> lucky <laughs> And then she had to carry him through security, and he was bigger than her. It was so cute. That is cute. Anyways, so cute. I love doggies so much. Yeah, me too. Oh, I love them so much. Um, so, <laughs> sorry, I need to no. breathe about those dogs. <laughs> oh, I know a question. What dog breed would you be? No, just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I would be a golden retriever. I see that. Yeah. Yeah, as you're sitting here nodding your head, <laughs> your tongue's hanging out of your mouth. And I shed a lot, you know? Yeah, that's true. Man. Um, I actually don't know that that's true. What? I just said that's true, that you shed a lot. <laughs> I do. It's all over all my stuff. Mm. Look, there's one. One hair. There's one. Right there. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> okay, so what is next for you? Like, what are you doing next? <laughs> <laughs> Great transition, back up. <laughs> Besides me pulling out my hair. What are you doing in DC as well? Yeah, yeah. So I moved to DC almost a year ago. Um, one largely because we're really trying to empower our staff in Uganda to be Ugandan-led, Ugandan-driven, and they're crushing it. Um, I work with some of the most spectacular people. Um, but then with our immense amount of growth, there's some responsibility as far as like really figuring out our strategic planning, like what's our game plan here and where are we going and what does this look like? And then also huge fundraising. Um, so I'm constantly traveling, um, but DC is kind of just the home base to get to and from a lot of places. So is it? Did you pick DC because it's kind of central or um, because of the social like you could meet people I don't know what yeah so originally um because I have family that's kind of in the area so that's that's like a really helpful starting point um and then I always fly to and from Uganda out of DC it's just a really convenient airport it makes the trip a lot easier than most other airports is there a direct flight no so I fly Uganda to Dubai um sorry 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 Washington, D.C. to Dubai, Dubai to Uganda. Whoa. Um, whereas before, like when I was in Colorado or California, there was easily two or three extra flights squeezed in there. So um, and then as far as just being in the hub for international development and people yeah. that are really excited about global issues and the resources and the networking opportunities, um, it's strategic in that sense. So and I've learned a lot. and met a ton of really cool people and it's been incredible for Action Africa so far. So that's awesome. Yeah. I love getting the emails about like how many books you guys have in your library now or where like where you're improving and how many like I feel like there's water like yeah things just um milestones that you'll send out to like keep it updated and you do a really really good job of um explaining what's going on when people aren't really like I I haven't ever been, but I've always loved 
seeing that you're empowering people and um, following a passion of yours. And I just, I love it. And keep sending emails because I love to see what's going on. Yeah, I know. It, it, yeah, we, we love inviting people into the story and then figuring out what that looks like for them as an individual, whether they get involved or come and visit or donate or find partnerships for us in the U.S. So we really do love including people. That's so great. Can If people like want to get involved, what is your first starting point to tell people? Yeah, I mean, we send people to like our social media channels or our website to kind of just get a better understanding and like a really comprehensive overview of who we are and what we do. And then really kind of just open up the dialogue as far as like, who are you and what do you like to do and what are your skills and where do you think you can contribute? Um, We try to make a unique per person um, that's just like more of a sustainable uh, approach to make sure that like you have a tie to it and it connects like your own personal story with the story. Um, so it looks very different person to person. Um, okay, that's but, cool. But yeah, uh, like on our website, there's a little tab that says like get involved and there's a couple different fun ideas for people there. So. That's awesome. That's so, so just brings so much cheer to my heart. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I have a question. Yes. Did you meet any resistance from the people there at first or was it very open arms like welcoming welcoming you guys in yeah so we we have a unique story in the sense that with our history how we started we started as an organization that provided funding for already established organizations Mm -hmm. so we did that for many years and then one of the organizations invited us to uganda to see a project that we had funded Mm -hmm. so we already kind of had an inside scoop with people that were already on the ground um and then we've been there for so long that like we've really been able to a certain extent like prove ourselves and um in Uganda in particular, they see a lot of people kind of come in, experiment with something and then be like, oh, that didn't work and then leave. Yeah. And a lot of times people miss the fact that like you're dealing with people and these are people that either grow to depend on you or they get excited about something or they're inspired and then you just pick up and leave. Like, what do you leave them with? Yeah. Um, so I think them seeing that we're there for so long has mm-hmm. definitely helped. Um, and then again, like our my entire team in Uganda is Ugandan except for one girl. And That's she's awesome. only on site a few days a week. So they're, it's community-led and community-initiated. Um, That's awesome. So, yeah. So, so like there hasn't been that barrier of like a U.S. Yeah. NGO versus like it's really community-based. That's awesome. That's really cool. Yeah. And you – did you like learn – their language oh my gosh this is my favorite question because (laughs) whenever people ask yes my answer is yes I really do feel like I'm quite conversationally fluent holy shit well but then when people ask that question in front of my staff they start rolling on the floor (laughs) laughing they're like this ding dong doesn't know anything I'm like I feel like I can keep up um we have we offer adult English classes and so our teacher used to do private Luganda which is the language classes with me and that was so fun and she like give me homework and then one day I didn't do my homework and the next class she made me write from one to a million in Luganda and I was like "Uh uh-uh I'm done and like closed my book and was like so that was my last Luganda class (laughs) but I feel like I can keep up oh my gosh that's so cool how do you say my name is Sarah um Enze Sarah okay I just I know how to say that in Irish do you go by Sarah there or Alex (laughs) Sarah (laughs) (laughs) God, I'm so embarrassed. <laughs> Do they have nicknames for you? Um, it's pretty common to be called like j- just as like a, a adult female figure, like auntie. So, Aww. so uh, like a lot of people call me Auntie Sarah. That's so, so cute. Um, my staff to just give me a hard time call me boss, and I'm like, that's <laughs> like boss. I'm like, that's so irritating. <laughs> But those, so those are the two names I get called the most. And then when to. you're mad at them, you say, I'm the boss of you. <laughs> you call me boss. <laughs> oh, man. I think we should probably ask our next week guest a question. Yeah. We should figure out what we want to ask them. Yeah, we can talk about it. Yeah. And I love that this gets to be a collective effort. <laughs> <laughs> we never do this. They always the maybe when we decide we can all say it together. Yes, that oh, sounds good. great. Good, good. Or good. we can each say one word of it. Okay. Oh, that's like fun. an Go answering machine. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um. So I feel like a great question would be, 
something to do with something that you're interested in. What are your, what have, you've listened to a few of these, right? Yes. So my, my big one that I love is the one with Shane. And that's just because of being also a Chapman student. And uh-huh. you guys talked about like living in the hallway and like walking through the hallway. And I was like, I was a part of that. Like, you were. Uh, yeah. So it was, it was so fun to kind of reflect back on. Do you remember when they, um, locked you in the room they like put all the couches outside of your room and locked you in your room yes Becca (laughs) now everyone else remembers that as well um yeah like those Chapman days were so fun they were those those guys and that crew was just the best that year in particular so fun so much fun and then that stupid game where you'd like blow air darts at someone and you had to like drop to the floor and then someone else had to touch your neck to bring you back alive they loved it they loved it I loved that. Oh, college, man. Mm-hmm. Such good days. The fact that our entire friend group figured out how to rig the dorm system so that we were all in the same hallway. Still don't know how we swung that. But I don't either. That was the dream. And we all had bags on the back of our doors to keep it unlocked. So you could just like walk, walk into in anybody's room at any any time. That's yeah. cool. Yeah. Because you weren't allowed to prop your doors. So. Yeah, yeah. We used to do. We used to prop our doors, but like slyly somehow as well. Were you there the day that we all got in trouble for drinking in Shane's room? I don't, maybe. You might have just left, but like they all got in trouble and I left the room to go grab more cups. And when I left, public <laughs> safety showed up. And that, so everyone got in trouble, but I didn't because I did. No, I, like, I definitely walked didn't. out of my room and there was public safety. So I shut the door and like went back in my room and watched through the people. Oh my God. <laughs> and then everyone was like, and my cousin was there and she was underage. She oh. was like 16. Oh boy. Was she in the room or with you? She was in the room. Oh. But she just didn't give them their name, give them her name. And didn't nothing happen? She's like, I don't even go here. So rebellious. Yeah, it was crazy. But Shane cried. I think. Oh my god, Shane. Shane. <laughs> we love Shane. He did the intro song. He did. Yeah. Oh, actually, I saw that. Um, it says that on like the little info thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, that's so cool. It was yeah, very kind of him. Yeah. Such a little sweetheart. So knowing a few episodes of this what what are the types of questions that you've liked so far the super deep ones or the silly ones um probably more on like the silly casual side okay um and have you found that you do anything weird when you're alone like besides change your name (laughs) yeah (laughs) and kill cats and you know Oh, God. I'll just empathize with you for one second. We had three rabbits, I think, when I was little. And it wasn't a door squish situation, but it was really hot in Fresno oh, in no. the summer. It's a, ba- a baking situation. It's a baking situation. No. Uh, it was baking them outside, I thought. It was like 110 degrees or something outside. And they were in this little f- fence to roam around on the grass. And I thought they'd want to be a little cooled off. So I sprayed them with a hose and they had heart attacks. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. I thought, I thought we were then transitioning into a drowning story. But oh, no, no, it was a heart. Oh, yeah. my God. That's, that's really scary. That's worse. Yeah. That's well, the I, worst way to kill something. You just scared them to death. Wow. Yeah. Oh, gosh. Yeah. So we should get coffee and console each other. <laughs> okay. Sure. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I I have more dead animal stories if you want them. <laughs> oh, I wait. Can I share one more? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Maybe this is the question. Like, <laughs> maybe, have you maybe. killed an animal? <laughs> yes, that's a good question. Is that morbid though? Is that and why? <laughs> yeah. That's good. Can we use that? Yeah. We let's might, do it. Let, oh let's keep talking. Let's the, see how it feels. That poor next person just straight out of the gate is like, what did I sign up for? Um, so growing up in Colorado and growing up on a ranch, we all had dirt bikes Mm -hmm. and all of our friends kind of lived within a mile of each other. So we all had a dirt bike and we just like cruise over to each other's houses for dinner or just like wreak havoc in the neighborhood and whatnot. Yeah. And my friend Delaney, um, accidentally ran over a a squirrel and the squirrel didn't make it. And she, my friend Delaney was so traumatized about it for like the whole day and then went back and made us collect the squirrel and bury it and have a ceremony (laughs) with flowers (laughs) and prayers. And, um, so she, you know, I guess a lot of people have killed animals. Yeah. Yeah. But that's okay. 
It I, happens. It I does happen. As long as you have a nice burial and ceremony, yeah, yeah. And reflect on their life. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't kill it, but I I think it died out of neglect from me. <gasps> um, I had a bunny as well, and it uh lived on the porch, and we had like a piece of plot, a piece of wood covering the. You know how like there's like on porches those pieces of glass, but on the bottom there's like a little hole. Mm like where the glass doesn't hit the floor yeah so we had a piece of wood covering that hole so it couldn't get out but i mean bunnies are pretty like you're using the glass as a fence and then but it doesn't go all the way down. yeah so we just had like a little piece of wood covering the gap got it um but it would tip over and the bunny would jump down off the deck and hop around our yard and um i think my mom like told me that i needed to go check and make sure that it was fine and I didn't and it hopped around and got eaten by a coyote. Mm. Oh. But um my brother I I was like six or so, maybe younger. I don't remember. I was young. But um my brother was like I got home and I'm like, Where's the bunny? Because it was gone when we woke up and my mom couldn't find we couldn't find it anywhere. But I get home and my brother's like, Oh my god, Becca, your bunny? There are puddles of and I, I heard my mom snap. He's like, Tears everywhere because <laughs> I cried so much. <laughs> and now I realize what he was going to say. Yeah. Where he's going with that. And Aww. he's like, and there they couldn't find the head. They could mm. only find the body. That's so gnarly. Yeah, mm. so sad. But you know what? You live and you learn. And part um, of life. You get bunnies. another bunny. <laughs> I got actually a um a, a uh not a hamster. The guinea pig. Guinea pig. Yeah. yeah. Oh, God bless guinea pigs. Yeah, named Holly. <laughs> <laughs> Holly. Because I got it for Christmas. Oh, oh, mine. Her name was Teddy. They Teddy probably, and yeah, Holly. Yeah, they probably would have been friends. They're probably mm-hmm. in heaven being friends. Oh, that's cute. Holding their little hands together. I also had a hedgehog named Petrie. Oh. You had a hedgehog? Yeah, Wait, a white one. What? In college, didn't you also have a pet in your room? Tally, my little dog. No. Oh, yeah. No, you had a ca- something caged. Oh. A frog? Fish? I had fish. Maybe it was fish. Uh, okay. Tequila fish. They were just like, they looked like sunsets. And they're really pretty. And they all died in a week. Oh, chew. Sorry. But that was sophomore year. I had those. I totally forgot I had those. Yeah, I just remember you having something caged in your room. I yeah, guess. a fish. fish. <laughs> and it was like too big. It was like, it broke the rules of how big of cages you can have in your room. Like you weren't allowed to have aquariums in your room that's for sure yeah yeah you also weren't allowed to have dogs and i had a dog in my room too yeah i remember that chapman chapman (laughs) and i got it to be an emotional support dog yeah i remember i found a loophole and now everyone found that loophole oh yeah (laughs) and now it's a lot harder to well and it's just tacky to have an emotional support dog and not need it yeah Kind of ruining it for everyone, but yeah, I agree. Yeah, you know what? Tally's still alive, still emotionally supports me. Mm hmm. She's great. I just don't live with her anymore. Yeah. What do um, you think? So what? What do you think about? I mean, maybe cr- something along the lines of pets. Like, I don't know if we need to go like super morbid with it. We could. <laughs> it's always interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, I know who the next guest is, and I think we could go morbid. Okay. Yeah. I, I mean, do we, like, have you killed an animal and how and why?
I stopped an old man along the way Hoping to find some old forgotten words Or ancient melodies He turned to me as if to say Hurry boy, it's waiting there for you Longing for some solitary company I know that I must do what's right Sure as Kilimanjaro rises like Olympus Above the Serengeti I seek to cure what's deep inside Frightened of this thing that I've become 